From the Ohio News Network, this is the ONN Daily Podcast, presented by Ohio for Responsible Gambling. It is Tuesday, July 5th, 2022. For the Ohio News Network, I'm Kate Burdett. Akron City leaders are planning for more protests two days after body cam footage was released of the police-involved shooting of 25-year-old Jalen Walker last Monday. ONN's Tracy Townsend has more. The video shows Akron officers chasing Walker. Police say he refused to stop. Then police fired dozens of shots, killing him. Protests erupted here in Columbus in support of the Walker family, with many people saying they just want justice. It's happening to all our kids, our brothers, our sisters, our uncles, our fathers. It's happening to everybody. We got to take the same stand, because if we don't, it's going to keep going. Now, some protesters say they will travel to Akron for demonstrations there later this week. Again, Akron is set to enforce a citywide curfew tonight at 9 o'clock. I'm Tracy Townsend. Initial autopsy results indicate Walker was hit by police gunfire more than 60 times. The man police say is responsible for killing six people and injuring dozens of others at an Illinois 4th of July parade is in custody. Police say they arrested the 22-year-old gunman, Robert Cremo III, nine hours after the first shots were fired in the Chicago suburb of Highland Park yesterday. ONN's Olivia Eugenio talked with a security expert about what to do when a crowded event becomes dangerous. Gary Sigris Jr. is the CEO and president of Safeguard Risk Solutions. He says you want to have a game plan if something does happen. Know which way you're going and how you're getting out. If you see something that makes you feel uncomfortable, start moving away from that area. Don't run, but just start moving away or be ready to move away. Sigris says just keep an orderly pace to prevent others from getting trampled. If something does happen, grab your family, your kids, leave anything else behind. Blankets, coolers, whatever else. Olivia Eugene out in Dublin. People attending 4th of July events in the Lake Erie town of Port Clinton reacted yesterday to the Illinois parade shooting. ONN's Chase Bachman reports. People in Port Clinton agreed it was a terrible tragedy. Devastating. Uh, the gun violence today is ridiculous. I think it's sad that it has to happen on the 4th of July because we're celebrating our country. We asked them if they felt safe celebrating the 4th in crowds and without fears of gun violence. Yes, I'm not actually even carrying today, so I'm, I feel very comfortable down here in downtown Portland. I can walk around freely, not carry, not worry. I feel really safe. Chase Bachman in Port Clinton. A 33-year-old man has been charged with killing both his mother and grandmother as well as severely injuring his brother in a stabbing Sunday afternoon in the Cleveland suburb of Seven Hills. ONN's Dave James reports. Police arrived around 1.30 p.m. at a home the suspect, Joseph Walter, apparently shared with his 62-year-old mother, Lorraine Worthington. Officers found three stabbing victims as well as Walter, who was taken into custody. Both Worthington and 85-year-old Carol Jarab of Rocky River died at a local hospital. Walter and his 35-year-old brother, who lives in Arizona, are also undergoing medical care. The brother is said to be in critical but stable condition. Walter will be arraigned at a later date on two counts of aggravated murder. Dave James, I went in news. A small plane crashed in a southeast Akron neighborhood last night, seriously injuring the male pilot and female passenger. ONN's Emma Henderson describes the scene. You can see a small plane with the nose just completely crushed into this parking lot near a school here. Now, they believe it crashed because it ran out of fuel, and we are close to an airport. The Ohio State Highway Patrol has already been in contact with the FAA. A few who live close by said things seemed different as it flew overhead. And all of a sudden, this plane 
goes over the house, but no propeller, nothing going. In Northeast Ohio, Emma Henderson. A Columbus woman was sentenced to eight years in prison for trying to have her ex-boyfriend and his new girlfriend kidnapped twice. ONN's Yolanda Harris reports. Court documents say 39-year-old Dinia Avila recruited seven people to carry out the kidnapping in Hilliard back in 2019. The first time the victims fought off the kidnappers and they got away from them. The second time, though, they got away in their vehicle. She pleaded guilty to a conspiracy charge last October. I'm Yolanda Harris. Average gas prices have fallen for the third straight week. AAA says the national average is now 480 per gallon, down from 502 on June 13th. In Ohio, the average is 473. The number of U.S. flights being canceled is slowing down, but still some travelers are facing long delays trying to get home from their 4th of July trips. By late yesterday afternoon on the East Coast, more than 2,200 flights had been delayed and more than 200 canceled, according to FlightAware. But that's actually fewer delays and cancellations than in recent days. Industry experts say airlines are struggling because demand for travel has recovered from the pandemic faster than anyone expected, causing airports to be almost as crowded as they were before the virus arrived. Ohio's August primary is less than a month away. ONN's Amanda Fay has more. Tomorrow, Ohioans will begin deciding which candidates for state House and Senate will move on to the November elections. Early voting is set to start for the August 2nd primaries Wednesday. Now, if you're wondering why we're voting in August, the delay in drawing new district maps for these races pushed the vote out of May and into August. Today is also the last day to register to vote, which you can do online. I'm Amanda Fay. Ohio's 12 major food banks are struggling to keep up with the need due to a variety of problems. Lisa Hamler-Fugit is executive director of the Ohio Association of Food Banks. She says the cost for food banks to help the hungry is up sharply. Last year we were spending on average about 42 cents a pound to keep uh, food and personal care and personal hygiene items moving through the system. Today, that's up to a dollar for a pound. And she says the state still hasn't spent all the federal money it received for pandemic relief. The state has billions of dollars of additional assistance we're asking for consideration on. A modest investment of $50 million to allow us to be able to purchase food and personal care items to make sure that when our hungry friends and neighbors turn to a food bank, food pantry, or soup kitchen, there's going to be food available for them. Fugit says one in six Ohioans are served by a food bank. Something new is coming from what had become a familiar voice to many from eastern Ohio. ONN's Eric Brown explains. This is the new song from the late singer known as Nightbird. The family of Zanesville native Jane Marcheski released it Monday morning. Jane's voice and story of survival gained viral fame after her America's Got Talent audition when she received the golden buzzer from Simon Cowell. She passed away back in February after a long battle with cancer. Eric Brown, ONN News. Special thanks to our affiliates, WBNS-TV in Columbus, WTOL-TV in Toledo, and WKYC-TV in Cleveland for their contributions to today's podcast. I'm Kate Burdett on the Ohio News Network. This has been the ONN Daily Podcast, a production of Radio Ohio Incorporated on the Ohio News Network.